New Year's Eve day. Um, have you had a chance to consider any New Year's resolution since I asked you on Sunday? Yeah, they, they would all be personal, so it probably wouldn't mean anything to you anyway. Thank you. It's the Press Box with Graney and Bischoff on ESPN Las Vegas featuring Adam Candy. Is it bringing you down? Joining us now is Ed Graney. Good morning, Ed. I need I need your help, Ed. First of all, I, I had not heard that clip. That's that's beautiful. She got her follow-up in. Um, yeah, she got her follow-up in. I have a question. You need to help me out here. We started the show with this. I don't think we came up with a good answer to this. The Raiders are 9-7. and seven. They've won three in a row. They're in a situation where if they win, they are in the playoffs. What are they good at? Uh, what are they good at? <laughs> I think they're good. I think they're pretty good, but it's a, it's, a, it's a year-long thing. I don't think it's like yesterday or just one instance. But I do think it's fair to say they've been pretty resilient because they've overcome a lot of weird stuff that's happened that doesn't happen to other teams. Their coach, their wide receiver... Uh, hello, brandishing guns with the cornerback. Um, just a bunch of weirdness that they've been able to somehow kind of keep it together enough to where they have this opportunity. So I think you probably were going for what are they good at on the field? <laughs> yes. I'm going to go, uh, I'm gonna go <laughs> a little, little beyond that and just say I think they're a pretty resilient group because they've somehow – and, you know, look, I don't know if Pisachi's going to be the coach. Who knows? But you got to give him some credit. He's, he somehow managed to like keep them enough focused to where they have this opportunity now. I don't know what he's done. I don't know if it's more the players, but I will give them credit for that because you, you have to. Be, there's a lot of weird stuff that happens here that you know off the fields from Bedane. I mean, every it seemed like for every week for like a month there were new headlines and new stories that had nothing to do with football. They were just like weirdness. So I'll just say that for them. I do think they've somehow managed to be pretty resilient and get to this point. Are they resilient enough to win a winner-take-all game on Sunday Night Football with the entire world watching? I would think they are, Adam. Here, here's the thing: it's not like this will probably be. In, this is up to Raider fans as well, and I, don't, I want to know what you guys think because what have we said for like I don't know the last month and a half? Oh, it's just a home game for the other team, or it's fifty-fifty. Um, what's the real home field advantage? Well, now you're talking about a team that has struggled to even get people into their own new stadium. Like, are those fans going to travel? Are they going to spend the money on secondary markets to get tickets to go to this game? Or is it going to be, you know, completely a majority Raider fans? And maybe that does give them somewhat of an advantage this time, more so than, oh, they're playing the Bears and it's 70-30 Chicago fans. So I would think it's going to be, if the Raider fans step forward, it could be pretty electric on their side. I don't know if that means anything with Joey Bosa, you know, putting pressure on Carr and, you know, Carr, according to Bosa, you know, uh, what, what was the word? He uh, towers or yeah, um, I forget what he does. But I think, yeah, I think, I, I guess what's the opening number three? Yeah, two and a half or three and a half. I three, think. two and a half. Yeah, I think they can win. All right. So the a good point Adam brought up earlier in the show is if you look at the quarterbacks the Raiders have beaten, obviously they're on a fun run here that started with Nick Wollins and ended with Carson yeah. Wentz. But the entirety of the season, right? They have nine wins, and yes, they beat Lamar Jackson. Yes, they beat Dak Prescott. But after that, the third best quarterback they beat this year is either Carson Wentz or Jalen Hurts. Like, they have feasted on bad quarterbacks this season. So, can they beat Justin Herbert? Like, do you do you well, believe what we've what seen Justin, the last what three Justin weeks? Herbert, what Justin Herbert's coming? Because yeah. if it's the good Justin Herbert, probably not. But is it the Justin Herbert that... Uh, 
you know, two weeks ago looked like looked like he did against a horrible team. I, I don't know. I mean, you know, if he, if it's the guy who's going to go three touchdowns and like for three ten, then probably not. They're not going to win. But I think Justin Herbert has shown enough at times to where, you know, if he's the bad Justin Herbert, I would think they could be in it to win it. But no, if he's, I mean, he's he's the better quarterback right now. I think it, at their at their potential at their highest level where they're both playing, you know, the best they can. I would take Herbert. But we've seen Herbert a few times where it's like, oh, that guy doesn't look good at all. All right. How much of what the Raiders have done this year is because of their ability to dodge COVID, Ed? Uh, which is a strange thing for me to be able to ask you after what they did last year with COVID. But I look at the fact that Derek Carr has started 16 games and of the quarterbacks who have started 16 games, there are only two that are clearly not going to the playoffs and Matt Ryan and Trevor Lawrence. Everybody else, all of those teams are going to go to the playoff. Do we have to give some amount of credit to the Raiders somehow dodging COVID for most of the year? Uh, or it's just great fortune, right? Um, right. You know, or it's just great fortune. They've gotten, they've gotten lucky. I, I, I don't want to say that completely because maybe they do deserve some credit. Um, as bad as it was last year, hello, crush the virus. I'm looking... You know, uh, down towards the jersey right now. I'd like to put that on after the uh, spot here. Uh, crush the virus. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think they give. I think you can give them some credit for it, but I don't know, Adam. I don't know how much credit though, because I don't. You know, maybe they just got really fortunate, but maybe they've been guys who, away from the field, have done all the right things and masked up and not put themselves in bad positions and not had you know galas this year that they had last year and had guys at, at events last year that they did this year. You know, didn't have events this year that they did last year, and you have to give them some credit. I think that's a good point, Adam. I, I don't know if it's a hundred percent. I don't know if they should be showered with praise, but maybe they should be given a nod of kind of positive thoughts because they haven't had the issues. And let's be honest, they got uh, you know the new protocols not only helped wins this week, it helped them too. You know, I mean that 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 has to be said too. Those protocols got in. Um, obviously, they didn't show symptoms. Those guys came back. Perryman had like eight or eight tackles. Um, some of those guys came back, and it helped them. As I mean, I don't know how much it helped Indianapolis because Carson Wentz in the first half looked like he's ever played football. So, um, <laughs> I mean, he was like, you know, you're like, where's Sam Ellinger? Where's that guy? Um, but, yeah, your question, I, I think they deserve some credit. I think it's wrong not to give them any credit at all, given that, you know, they haven't had the issues other teams have. Do you actually still have the Crush the Virus shirt? Somewhere. I just don't know where. It, well, unless... <laughs> Unless the wife uses it, like cut it up for rags, which is a very good possibility, um, to, and and like to, to wash something or something like that. But I, if I looked really hard for it, I could probably find it. Can we can we do it next as our next giveaway? giveaway? That oh, sure. and a Brock yeah. Osweiler yeah. jersey. You, you, you can have it. Sure, absolutely. You can have it. <laughs> absolutely, you can have it. I, right. It's it's never been worn, so you can it will you can we can safely say it's never been worn. All right. Um, what do we do with like a Derek Carr performance? And we've seen this. For the last three weeks, but just yesterday, he has two turnovers. He doesn't yeah. really play very well, but they have a really no. good opening drive, march down the field, very good drive and score. And then when given the opportunity, he takes him down the field and they he makes a tremendous play on third and 10 to escape pressure and find Hunter Renfro, who wasn't open. Like he makes that play that basically wins them the game. Like how the hell are we supposed to evaluate Derek Carr, who is not good for 50 75 percent of games but yeah. makes a couple of big plays that wins games yeah first period first drive was great then maybe you put mariota in for the next like two and a half hours and then you let Derek Carr come in at the end <laughs> and win the game i don't know i mean 
you know, doesn't this put him in? And you can answer this. I mean, does what you just said right there and how he won a game, a playoff type game, obviously, because they had to win it and keep it going. Does that not, I guess, define both? You can say this, you know, a top 15 quarterback, or is that not as good as a top 15 quarterback? Because he had the opening drive was terrific. I mean, and a lot of times those are terrific. They just script them and, you know, then the other team adjusts and you saw it happen. But those drives that, um, when they went on fourth and two and he found the Brent Fro, and then the last one, I mean, that's kind of a top 15 quarterback to do that. He's just not that in between. So I don't, you know, I think he's, we said it all along, Tyler. I think he's a really good quarterback. I think you've made the best point. I think he's good enough. Well, he is good enough if he wins on Sunday to get him to the playoffs because they're going to the playoffs. But I don't know, like you said, if that quarterback tomorrow could win a playoff game. Or excuse me, that, that, that quarterback yesterday. Like, could he get, like, it appears that the winner of Chargers, Raiders will go to Kansas City. Like, that quarterback tomorrow can't go win at Kansas City. And, and, and maybe that's not fair because I don't know how many can at this point anyway. So to say, well, he can't go win, well, who can go win at Kansas City? I mean, maybe a few, but not a ton. So I think kind of he is who you and I have said he is all along. He's probably a top 15 quarterback who probably would struggle to get them very far if, in fact, they make it. And that's obviously not guaranteed because they're dogs at home already. All right, go find your Crush the Virus shirt. We'll see you tomorrow with it. I can't, I can't tell you that UNLV was not tough enough? No, you can't. Tomorrow you can tell they, us they're not they tough enough. They were not enough. tough enough. I'll, I'll talk to you tomorrow. They're not tough enough. <laughs> There's Ed Graney for you. He'll be back in studio tomorrow. Uh, coming up next, this is probably going to be our best segment of the day. But we all really miss Joe Judge, right? <laughs>